Welcome to the Osiris Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcasts. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Alain Disquois-Cruz from Center for Family Business, Lancaster University, UK. He recently published an article entitled Deaths and Entrepreneuring in Family Businesses, a Complexity and Stewardship Perspective. He co-authored this paper with Eleonora Milton. It has been published online in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Taylor and Francis. It will be part of a special issue dedicated to Professor Alistair Anderson. Alan, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Vincent. Very, very pleased to be once again here. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why you have, have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer? Oh, well, thank you very much for that. Um, well, you know, it's, it was um, um, the passing of Alistair Anderson was a very sad event. Those of us who knew him uh, and were able to interact with him, discuss different things and, and engage in those conversations, all relevant for our field, um, felt there was something there that, that we could do to honor him. And we have been working on a topic related to the aspects of death or transitions in family firms. And, and we thought, well, a lot of our work is based on Alistair's work. And it was something that, that we felt would be a way to, to, to memorialize him, to, to bring his memory back alive into the work we're doing. So that special issue was a great um, uh, way to, for us to, to say, look, you know, a lot of work that we have been conducting relates to aspects such as uh, social context, the way that entrepreneurs engage in this chaotic process. And Alistair had been working in the past on topics, you know, that were very revolutionary in the field, especially in the topics that, that mentioned, you know, the process is extremely complex and the whole idea behind entrepreneur, entrepreneuring relates as well to that engagement with different individuals, uh, trying to accommodate different problems, trying to bring everybody on board. And at the same time, that process is extremely chaotic, you know, uh, ripple with, with a lot of problems. So we then thought, well, you know, we are working on this topic. We see a lot of complexity. We saw all the connections that were linked to Alistair's work because it was based on his work. And and we thought, well, perhaps this is a way as well that 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 he will guide us. If we were having a conversation with him, he will tell us in a way, look, perhaps you're looking at this this way wrong. How about you look at it this way? And it was a it was an engagement with his way of thinking and even going back to conversations we had with him in the past. So um, this study on death and entrepreneuring basically deals with one question. How does the anticipated death and loss of a family business leader influence what surviving members of that family do as entrepreneurs. And the background of this question related to, we had seen in, in families that have developed different businesses, that a lot of the decisions behind them starting new firms were perhaps influenced by this family transition, some family members dying or family members, you know, going through through processes that prevented them from being involved in the firm. And so we saw this as something that was very unique and, and perhaps something that merited attention. And we actually started to observe that the process behind it was, despite the loss, despite the emotions, the despite the you know the, the grief and and 
and and even the discussions about these family members departing, they were extremely entrepreneurial, and they were entrepreneurial in a way to cope with the loss, to be prepared for that anticipated loss, and actually, in a way, it, it provided them um, a way to deal with what was going to happen. And and that was something that led us to ask that question. So that this study is in a way, uh, one way or another, link to the passing of Alistair, you know, and the kind of influence he had on those of us who knew him and the kind of work that we could be doing based on what he had done. Um, and that's how we came about with this with study and that research question. What are the, the main contributions of this paper? Well, I think, first of all, our argument is that we need to understand the transition that families that are involved in business, the transition that they face with losing a key family member. And and when we do that, we can theorize that concept of entrepreneuring as a social process that is very deeply influenced or affected by family transitions. These family transitions happen every time, happen everywhere to all families that are involved in business. But perhaps we... we uh, didn't have the time to look deeply into what happens, you know, when a family member uh, um, uh, goes away and dies. Uh, prior work had concentrated, and, and this is the work of, 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 of giants in the field and, and studies that, again, relate to what happens when sudden death appears. And when you look at that, based as well on the work on Alistair, uh, Alistair had, had come about with studies that actually identify some of the issues that happen when somebody decides or, or goes to the process of, of death. And this was interesting because we see the overlap, we, we see a connection in there, that perhaps we have not been able to look at this process as a social process where different people are involved, when different people have to make decisions, when they have to actually go about and do something because they are going to anticipate, because they are anticipating the loss of that person. And so when we went about and did this study, we looked at families that had created different businesses, and they created different businesses following the death of a family member. And so we were trying to understand, in a way, what happened and why it happened. Based on Alistair's work, we identified that just like you know, a family is a collection of individuals, it actually is a collection of individuals that is extremely complex. And at some point of time, these families reach an equilibrium. You know, everything is working well if they are in business together, so on and so on. But then shocks happen, such as the news that perhaps a family member is diagnosed with a terminal disease or perhaps he's going to be impaired to work in his, in, in his business. And perhaps at that moment in time, they are in that journey that Alistair identified where they are going to go about and create a new firm. So our argument was, well, what happens here, right? What tends to happen here is that perhaps we are overlooking how a collection of individuals can actually go through that transition and be entrepreneurial. So we asked these families, we went out and asked the uh, members, this has been a longitudinal study, um, and we asked family members about their experience. And when we asked them about their experience, 
what they told us was extremely, uh, uh, you know, enlightening because it brought to life a lot of the discussions that Alistair initially introduced, especially what happens when you take a look at this complex journey of entrepreneurship is when you take a look and include family members or include several individuals on it. These families actually had to face the death of a family member and to face the death, they went into several processes and these processes were actually happening all at the same time. You can imagine if you are given the news that a family member is going to die, and, and I experienced that as well in my own family business. Um, it is, of course, a shock. It is, of course, something that goes through different processes. Um, and you as a family have to decide. Now, the literature in the past has suggested that either a family can go through two different ways. Either they might adapt and go about and see how the system businesses that they're working on will survive, or they might completely be overwhelmed by this particular news and be incapable, incapable to continue with the business or to continue with the ideas of creating a new firm. So when we were looking at these families and the conversations we were having with them, we identified several processes. And, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about those processes. But when we go back to, to examine these families, we encounter, first of all, uh, se several contributions when we were doing our work. The first of that is that the findings that we uncovered highlighted how entrepreneurship, you know, based on Alistair's work, is a very important concept to understand how a family is influenced by transitions such as death. The second one, was that perhaps we needed to take a look really as to how these families adapt to that imminent loss of a family member that is often very unwelcome and untimely. And to do that, they construct solutions. And they do it through processes that we term, based on the data that we examine, reorganization, recalibration, and reconnection. And in a summary, what do these processes say? What we uncover is that families actually reorganize the structures that they have internally. They have to decide who is going to take over these different things, who is going to do what, following the death of that family member, even when it has not happened. And they have to take these decisions, even though they are going through that painful process of knowing what is going to happen. At the same time, they recalibrate. They, they have to find a point of reference. And it was very interesting because what we saw here is that how much they relied on those family exchanges, uh, dinners, and interactions, not only with a, with a, with a sick uh, member, that, uh, member that was sick, but also with other family members. And this allowed them to really uh, set an anchor to what you know, was needed in the existing firms, but at the same time, set a compass about where they could go in the future together. And finally, we found this, this aspect of reconnection, where what happened is that in the past, you can imagine that if a family member is going to pass out or die suddenly, the networks that they were connected that were so influential for the family and the business run the risk of being lost. But actually, what we found here is that in that anticipation of loss, these families do a great deal. And in our study, you, you'll find more information about how they do it, is that they found a great deal of reconnecting, not only with family networks, but with the family, non-family networks outside of the firm that were connected to this member. 
And so in these processes, we were able to see perhaps how they deal with multiple challenges and, and at the same time, how they engage in that process of entrepreneuring. What is interesting here is that we concentrate on the process of entrepreneuring and, and ERD has done a great job in bringing about the concept of entrepreneuring as saying, look, this is a social process. Is it, a, it, is, it is a process that is not easy. It can be chaotic. It can involve different people. And sometimes what we need as well is to see the different spaces where this happens and that it is not easy at all. So we found this a great context to explore this. And, and based on Alistair's work on, on suggesting how complex it can be, we were able to suggest, look, what happens when there is an anticipated loss? How do these different processes happen? And what will tend to happen in the future? So you'll tend to see that as part of our contributions. Finally, what we did as well is, is you know, as in these studies is that we tend to, to find that some theoretical perspectives are insufficient to explain what happened. And so we were able to combine, based on Alistair's work and our recent work that we have been doing with other colleagues, the view that perhaps in the past, families were expected just to look after the existing firm when a family member dies, but not here. We found that Actually, they engage in this process of becoming very entrepreneurial, and they do this through that process uh, that they have to go through in connection with a shock of losing a family member. And so that that paper deals much more with that. And and well, that is one of the key contributions. And at the end, what we found all together is that when we look at different literature, when we look at this complexity, when we look at this emotional process. We highlight that relevance of looking at the family that is entrepreneurial as a very strong social system. And that social system gives light to that view that Alice has suggested that, look, this process is not just done by a single individual. It is a complex, it is a hard journey, but it, it, it is better looked at in the company of others. And so that, that will summarize, in a way, the contributions that we're bringing about. What was for you the main theoretical or maybe methodological challenge in addressing this question? Oh, that's, that's you know something that, that we realize is, is that sometimes some of the theories that we were looking were not you know we were not they were telling us part of, of of what we were examining but not the whole picture, and in, in conversations with Alistair and and there was something so there was something that view of of saying look you might look at it this way how about these different ways how about uh, and and I and I remember at that time one. Um, one conversation we had with him when we were trying to analyze this through a topic, through, through a metaphor. And he said, well, it's, it's about analyzing different things, like stage through different lights. You know, you're analyzing what is happening through one light, you can analyze it through another type of lighting, and you bring a bring alive what is actually happening in that stage. And that, in a way, reflected that paper. Because we can analyze what happens with a family member is going to die through one perspective of another. But we need to bring different light things, you know, different ways of looking at that stage when several members of that family are going to be left behind. And they have to make a decision as to what they're going to do with the resources that they have and whether they want to continue being involved in business. And in our study, we discuss a little bit more in detail what actually tends to happen. And that was a challenge for us because we needed to say, well, what actually is happening here? Alistair Works allowed us to really set the stage in terms of this is a complex process. Complexity will abound. 
the emotional shock that is going to happen will bring a lot of, you know, a disruption in how families operate. And so we combine this with topics related to stewardship and to the entrepreneurial dynamics of family. So that, that in a way, was a little bit, you know, hard for us to see what connections could be made. And that was a challenge. But as I mentioned, that, that stage created by Alistair work helped us to bring different lights into what was going on. And the method as well, well, it's, as you can imagine, it's, it's never easy to talk about death. And and when we were asking families that were involved in this, it wasn't easy for us as, as not only to analyze the data that was coming out of that, but at the same time to listen to the stories because you could tell, you could tell the emotion and it was sometimes you know, how do you put emotions in a paper in a way that allows the words of those families to come alive? And I think that was great because with, with my co-author, we uh, look at this uh, different set of data and, and analyzing what it actually meant, what was the actual theoretical development out of this, linked again to how these families were experiencing this and, and what they actually felt through the process. And I think that was a challenge, a challenge in a way that 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 we didn't know how to deal with this kind of emotions in here. You know, we were helped by by work of of Alistair in terms of bringing out the narratives because it was something that he loved, was narratives, and um, and he was always saying, well, you know, you can take a look at different things. You can take a look at myths. You can take a look at the stories. You can take a look at how people are actually making sense of this, and. And actually, when when we were faced with interviewing, uh, you know, the, the people, listening to their emotional journey, and and bringing that aloud, we saw the value of narrative as a great way to go about and study these families. And so I think at the beginning it was it was it was hard to do it, but then we realized the value, you know, of of these studies that that have been conducted here. And and again, if you take a look at ERD, we've based as well work recently conducted in ERD in terms of how we can go about and ask these families, you know, what do they do and how do they do it? And and the narrative element, the narrative method has has been really advanced in this discussion. So yes, we face challenges, but I think we, at the same time, we were really um, uh, fortunate to have work being done previously by people like Alistair and others uh, and to help us overcome those challenges. During your research journey, what was your biggest surprise or the most counterintuitive result? I think uh, it was it was so there's so many different things in there. Um, one thing that you will find in the paper is that um, we actually encounter and and herald the 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 adaptive capacities of families when they're faced with you know news like this, especially families that are behind business. And of course, we didn't know what we were going to find. We at some point we expect that every family will have to go through different processes. What we was really interested in is that when news like this are delivered, we saw in the process of recalibration and reconnection a very strong way of families overcoming this process, these these unfortunate events, in ways that allow them to share their stories. And and we never experienced expected something like this, but actually highlighted the value of them being able to transmit from one generation to the next information, knowledge, and assets that they felt were more important for the long term. 
so that they will help them not only to look after existing firms, that will, they will help them to actually create new firms. And it was something very interesting because we actually saw the way that these perspectives, such as entrepreneurial stewardship, is actually not bounded to one individual or one generation, but actually is constructed through this social process. And, and that was something that we didn't expect to find. I think that was really interesting because in the paper, you'll see how they actually did it. And, and that created a legacy, a very unique type of legacy, bounded, you know, forged in, in, in a process that was very emotional, very, uh, for some of families, very, very sad. But they overcame this and, and they showed actually how stewardship can become collective. And it was something that, that we didn't expect. And, and actually, that was really interesting as well. I think another aspect that, that perhaps was very counterintuitive is that sometimes the, um, there is an expectation in literature that the, the, the generations that are left behind might not be entrepreneurial enough. You know, they might be trained to look after the system firm so the family member dies and then they're looking after for the next generation until somebody else takes over. But actually, this is not what we encounter. We actually encounter that some of these family members, something happens, you know, something is activated in them that actually allows them to overcome the emotions and 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 create with their connection with other family members a shared view about what they need to do as a family if they want to remain in business and every every family member deals with grief in different ways you know some family members will remove themselves from the scene some family members will become you know far more uh, visible and we saw all this and what we actually were surprised about is that they all try to understand each other's response to the loss and by doing that they were able to create a shared understanding and a shared connection moving forward and again something else that, that we didn't expect to find and you will find a lot of all the other things in our paper but i think that that was very much something that challenged what was been said in literature and we would that we would not be able to find unless we actually go went about and, and explore what they did um it, it allowed us to to really expand the work of Alistair that he introduced uh, in terms of how does this actual process becomes complex, but at the same time, how do these families bring equilibrium and stability back into that process again? So that that's something that again it was was very different to what we expected. What are the main implications for you? of your work for entrepreneurs, family businesses, managers, practitioners in general? Well, gosh, I think, well, first of all, we um, we often do not want to talk about death in a family and business because it is not, you know, a topic that anyone wants to talk about. Nobody wants to, to discuss something like this. But this study let us know that what tends to happen when families are provided with the information that you know eventually would mean the imminent loss of a family member and actually the processes this study suggests that the processes they can engage into can not only allow them to prepare themselves in the sphere of business but allows them to prepare as well for what to do in the family realm and sometimes it's about the talk, that discussion, how this this information between generations can be transmitted, the space to do it. And in our study, we find how this actually happens and the importance 
of looking at this process as something that is engaged by several people, not only by one or, or a couple. So for for family practitioners is we often talk about successions, we often talk about, you know, shocks in the family and and the conversations around death or illness sometimes are not brought to discussion. And this study showed us that these families were able to cope with this kind of process when they did this. And in our paper, we discussed a little bit more about it, but it, it gave us a very clear understanding that for families in business, for people that are engaged in, in, in business with family members over time, and they face situations like this, communication is important, not only to reorganize themselves, but to reconnect with different family members and outside the family system and recalibrate in a way that they can move forward. Um, Again, we, we, this draws attention as to how important it is that we consider these transitions in families. And sometimes, yes, we are concentrating on the topic of succession, but sometimes we need to concentrate a little bit more beyond because families are also composed of emotional beings and emotions, you know, are different for everyone. So how do they actually approach this, uh, um, this kind of process? again, a uh, very emotional process, is important not only for practitioners, but for those who might provide advice for families and business as to how to approach this in the future. And again, it was, it was something that, that allows us to, to rethink how we approach, you know, the issues of death in the family, but at the same time, how do we use existing research and how do we use it to move forward the field in this, in this sense? Thanks a lot, Alan, for participating to our show and presenting your paper entitled Death and Entrepreneuring in Family Businesses, a Complexity and Stewardship Perspective. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship-erd.com and on the main podcast platforms.